Okay, everybody, we are back for another, I don't know what you want to call it, brand spanking week. <laughs> Falling on the stage. It is. It is. It's, it's new. We fall on the stage. Everything. <laughs> and I say, you gotta have to do that, <laughs> Mr. Man. Yes, I'm being ridiculous today, everybody. Hello, this is Mega Sheen, and we are glad to be here today. <laughs> are, are, are you good? Are, I'm good. Are you, are you overheated? I, <laughs> see, you should have said that. Okay, I know some people were, you know, upset that we've been laughing about this, but y'all. Wendy's okay, but I'm not gonna lie. When I first, when I saw the clips, it just took. I don't know if I just woke up. I don't know if I, you know, I was still dehydrated from this morning's CrossFit. It just hit me a different way. So, <laughs> but yes, I, but you know, I am good. I am good. How are you, Nick? I'm doing all right. Mm. Uh, as you may know, I had a little drag pageant mm-hmm. this past Sunday. I saw that. I saw uh-huh. all those poses. The, you know, I had to bless y'all with some of these pictures. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't win. Mm. You know, I was fourth alternate, mm. which is like, lie. okay, but whatever. I was lying. I've been doing it for five years and I finally did it. So now mm. that's something I can check off the list mm-hmm. but um, for my presentation I did Wednesday Adams mm-hmm. for my the next category is like a, a evening gown mm-hmm. but in this specific pageant they call it a creative funeral wear mm-hmm. and then for my talent I danced to Manhattan Transfers uh, the Twilight Zone Okay. so it was it was cute I know I love I feel pretty oh so pretty yes um, it was fun. My friend, uh, Jada, Jada mm. Mack, right, uh, she painted me the house down. She put her foot and those cosmetics on my face. Let me tell yeah, you, cause she did. I was beat to the gods. You and were. Back. I was like, I was feeling all the, like the red, the red bob, the outfit. I was like, bitch is giving me wasp in this outfit <laughs> classic wasp because wasp always changed her outfit because she's a fashion designer so she always had a different outfit so you were giving me some wasp from the 80s and i was feeling it thank you you know that that uh red little bob looked good on me i was like oof. i know you know a good bob can always work you get you a good bob y'all need to make sure my mama taught me about let me quit but she's good at getting her some good wigs and so a good Bob, I learned that from my mom. I learned from my aunts. And I had a little Bob too back in the 90s. So a good Bob, uh-huh. I'm just telling y'all, a good Bob can go a long way. Crying Game That's Bob, true. you remember that Bob in Crying Game? Yes. I was like, that was a Bob too. Like I couldn't stand that character, but I was like, I'm, I'm kind of feeling this Bob you got though. Murderer. Yes, you know, in terms of looks, I think I slayed the looks, but you know, it's whatever. Yeah. I'm not. Tr- I'm not too pressed about it. It was mm. just for charity anyway. Well, that's and whoever the whole one, done, done. well, the ho- whoever the whole was, she better, I guess. Oh no, she's good. She's a good. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. Oh okay, okay. We'll take that back. I, I wasn't gonna pull like you know, uh, showgirls and throw some beads down <laughs> or snatch a wig off like that one drag queen. Right. Did. <laughs> and she was up there on that mic and snatched that wig off quick. I was hurt, but I'm mad. I was. I, I think it's funny. I look back at that clip and they, her group jumped her quick, but that was a moment right there. 
a moment. Uh-huh. So what's up with you? How was your weekend? What's new with you? Well, my my weekend is... What, was, what did I do this weekend? Nothing. I didn't do anything this weekend, really. Um, just kind of chilled and enjoyed. I think I had three days off. So I was just kind of resting and enjoying stuff. And then um, that was about it. And then I was feeling all a little sad because we're getting... When we get cooler around here, then you really start feeling single. So I was feeling a little single and all that good stuff until I went out and then, you know... I don't know what's happening right now, but sugar daddies are really aggressive. They are very aggressive. Telling you that they will pay for stuff. You ain't got to be, you ain't got to drive. That's what one guy told. Well. He said, you ain't got to drive. I'm like, okay. But, you know, besides that, you know, we are, I'm in heavy work mode. I'm actually working from home today. So, um, we are taking care of some business. It's that time where students are applying for school. And so we're just looking at these applications and Girl, you better go ahead and get you a sugar daddy. I don't want I don't really want one. That's new age slavery. Because You know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you can get somebody who got some money, but y'all have to make sure that, you know, how Carrie had to talk to Big, it was more of like, okay. You have a lot of money, but I'm not going to be... You can't tell me what I can wear, when I can go out, who I can be around with. It's just that you just have more money than me, and that's it. But if I got a sugar daddy, he has to be like a... He has to look like Idris or a Chris North or the other Chris from Oz. They have to... He has to look like a sexy daddy. Yeah, they have to be like a sexy daddy. I can't be with Daddy Warbuck. Well, well... According to what, <laughs> what what type of daddy warbucks, but you know, I, it they have to be like looking like cable. They can't be looking like Mister Magoo. Well, that's true. Cause you some can't of these coming in looking like Mister Belvedere. I know, cause some of these hoes out here, they think they slick. They go out and they sugar daddy with them with their black socks on and shorts. And I just don't really think that that's a, a, a look I need in my life. So if I get a sugar daddy. As as the great Shangela said, you know the sugar daddy has to be a worthy has to be a, a worthy component to your life. So that's why I, I need. I can't have somebody looking broke and rough and about to die tomorrow. So can't do that. You can't have no. Uh, oh, what's her name? Oh my gosh, what's her name? That she was a playgirl or playboy. I know you're talking Um. I know you're talking about. It was one of them. Yeah, Anna Nicole. Yeah, and have that old. No, that's not even. That's not even a good one. Like I feel like, yeah, he must have a lot of money, but y'all, you still like. See, she was lucky because that wasn't even in the age of Instagram, and Twitter and Facebook. Like you can't take your pictures together, and you know somebody older than your mama, and and your mama still look good. You know you can't do that. You gotta have somebody who look as good as your mama, and they're both at around the same age. So you know you can be like, okay, my mama's cute and my man's cute. Not my mama looks great and my man looks like he's her daddy. So we can't have that. We can't have that. That's true. Mm. <laughs> but you know enough about sugar daddies. Let's get into this tea because there is some. <laughs> oh my gosh! I should have broke out the liquor because it is a lot that it, we have to go through. It is, and I don't. Let's start from, <laughs> I know, let's, uh, 
Let's start with something good. So okay. I know did you watch Stranger Things? I did, and I loved it. Um, I I I enjoy both seasons. I know some people were often you know off and on about it, but I enjoyed this season. It was a little fun. Um, Erica, the young sister of the black kid, was the runaway Steen Siller this year. She was wonderful. She said some great things about that, telling folks to shut up, and this is why you hang out with, boy, with only boys. She was great. She needs to be in more future episodes. But it was really good. It was a fun story. A um, little bit more about, you know, this this place, the upside down, and what's really there and what have you. It was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Like the characters. Um, there's that, there's a new thirst trap, they claim. Um, he played, I think he played Billy. He was like a, this badass. But he was in the recent Power Rangers, and I can't remember his name right off the bat. Uh, he has a cute body, though. He was, he was like a bully in this one, though. He's from Australia. Oh. And I looked him up. I was like, oh, okay, this is, oh, oh. All right, I see you. So it was a good story. Um, there was some hit and misses to it. Uh, we got a little bit of, we learned something, and I'm about to do some spoilers, people. So we learned that Eleven is not just name Eleven. There there are others like her. And I kind of figured that because I was thinking they, if she had this tattoo says she was a number 11. So I was thinking that must be at least maybe 12 of people like her around. And so she met eight. <laughs> um, and she was running around with this group of kind of punk rocker-ish type thieves um gave me some final angels no fallen angels tease if y'all remember the good old comics um way back where boom boom richter and a lot of them came from um they kind of fallen into this a little bit but it was a comic um called fallen angels that has something to do with the new mutants and so i thought it was kind of neat because if you look at the limited series of fallen angels it looks like this is what they were going with when, when 11 met 8. So just check that out. But it, it was pretty good overall. Um, looking forward for a third season. You know, part of me is like, I don't think we need to go any further than the third season. I think we can stop at a third season. Um, but, you know, it was, it was cool. I liked it. Did you get to see any of it? I'm still on I haven't even started the first Ooh, season. Oh, Lord. You know me uh, and these, all these Netflix episodes, so... I will see it when I see it, you know? <laughs> but no, it was cute. It was a very cute thing. It it did give you a lot of it tease. Because if you just watch it, not because one of the, the characters is, is in is in it as well, because he's, he's, he was in it. He's also in Stranger Things. Um, but it gives you a little bit of that. Because, you know, they're young, they're trying to solve mysteries. I'm sure a lot of you creative folks was thinking, what if they both combined worlds? If they was fighting Pennywise and the the demons or whatever these things called the, whatever they want to call the, the new hounds. They were kind of hound-like. So, you know, it was really fun. It was just, it went by really quick. I was able to do it within, um, I watched two episodes Friday, finished it all up on Saturday. Interesting. Uh, you know, I, everybody's saying that it's really good, mm -hmm. but I just have to set aside some time. Mm -hmm. What are the the episodes are like? What an hour long? Yeah, forty this, some it, minutes. Yeah, I think the I think the first season was eight episodes, and then this season is nine. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. 
but the kids, the, the kids seem adorable, and that's coming from somebody that doesn't like kids at all. <laughs> so, um, and when they're always on the the red carpets, they look so fresh to death. I'm like, yeah. I wish I was that fresh when I was growing up. <laughs> I, I will say that um, there is an issue where um, we found out the real name of, of Eleven, so I won't spoil that. But she meets um, Max, one of the new kind of cool girls who's hanging around the guys. And she basically does what we do when we see, you know, somebody trying to take, you know, try to get up on your man and we kind of, you know, get them the eye. So if y'all remember the, the, the most iconic scene in Poetic Justice when they were sitting in the beauty shop. <laughs> and they were talking about look at her how yaka her and she thinking all this stuff and then basically bust out and said don't you don't you mess with my man basically there's a scene where basically basically eleven did that to Max like don't you mess with my man she didn't say that but you got that vibe from it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'll definitely have to check it out yeah, it was fun it was cute. So, and some more TV news. So, Ryan Murphy, you know, he's always, you know, he's done Glee. He's done mm-hmm. American Horror Story. He's yes. done Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. Well, this time, he, uh, we talked about this earlier um, in a past episode, that he is doing a a drama called Pose. And it's supposed to be uh, 80s. It's supposed to be set in the 80s and talk about ball culture, um wall street all these type of things well it's set to have the largest cast of tr- transgender actors mm-hmm. ever in a regular uh in regular it's set to have the largest cast of transgender actors in series regular roles ever for a scripted series mm. so some of the uh the names um mj rodriguez she appeared in nurse jackie mm-hmm. uh the carrie diaries also luke cage okay Dominique Jackson, she's uh, she was in that show, um, Strut, that okay. had all the transgender models. Yeah. Um, Hallie Sh- uh, Shahar, she was uh, in Mr. Robot and Transparent. Okay, that's a cute name. There's a, a few others. So this, already, I have more faith that it will succeed. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like, uh, I still, I'm still cautiously optimistic about the success of this overall series well it's according to how far or how much ryan is in it because you know you think about uh, america what's it america versus oj he was i think he was just directing it or producing it he wasn't really writing it and that went by very well it's according mm-hmm. how much he has in into it because if he's really involved with it then i guarantee you by the fourth fifth episode it's going to be it's going to be something totally new <laughs> Um, so I, I, I have a little bit of faith, but just judging by just looking again from America Horror Story and how you use about a four fifth episode, you're just like, okay, bitch. Okay. Like you were like right now, this, are you, what are you caught up with the, this? I, this I'm mad cause he loves to throw in gay sex in there for the, <laughs> I was in there like okay, like, I was like I I kind of now you know I I the gay the other gay sex scene that was in this episode in this particular um, run was interesting you know it was quick and I it made me think of Billy a little bit more 
little bit. <laughs> He's kind of cute now. But anyway, besides that, I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, I don't know if we need to keep. Okay. I was, I was just like, okay. That's how I, basically what I am with this right now is like, okay. That's how I feel every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. I need to know, uh, Kai, uh, he, I don't like the fact that he knows every goddamn thing. True. You know, like, at some point, he needs to get his, he needs to die, he needs to do something, <laughs> he needs to get, like, I know. I'm all for killing a character. Because he's been doing, he's been getting away with a lot, and I'm like, it's time for you to, somebody needs to kill you. I, he, he'll probably right. die. He'll probably die. I hope so. And I knew, uh, what's his name, Colton Haynes? Mm-hmm. I think that's his name. I knew his character was going to die, and I don't know how, I don't think it went down how they said it went down. But they can go ahead and give Adina Porter her uh, guest star Emmy. <laughs> because she is killing it. Yes. You know what, speaking of her, she is a, a wonderful actress. She can play so many different roles. Like, I think of her as Tara's mama, you know, in, in True Blood. Because she was giving uh-huh. you a lot in that role. I mean, even down to her having the powder in her breast. Like, on, like on her breast. Like, I was like, that is very Southern. That is old black Southern right there. Just having the little things that she was doing or when she was in um, Underground. Was it Underground? Or, um, yeah, she was in Underground. Just, she gives you good roles. And I hope that, she, that, I hope that people take her seriously in other things like i would love to see her in other stuff because i think she's a very talented actress yeah she was also in um she was in the 100 that's the first time i actually saw her Oh, okay she was uh idra hmm. and i don't know if they killed her off or not but as always she was good in that she could but, be um, yeah she could be like in one of the wonder woman movies as I'm always going to try to get some more black Amazons, but she can be like a leader of the the Banans, and we'll talk a bit more about them a little bit later, but she could be one of the leaders of them, like one of the senators of the other Amazons who left the mascara. So, I don't know. I can see her doing so much. Right. Um, do we have any more good news? Well, uh, well Black Lightning, um, they are taking an interesting chance here so they're going to add um grace Choi to the cast now if y'all are not really familiar with grace Choi, grace is um it's also a superhero um super strong she's also an amazon and in the comics she's chinese american who is part amazon let me rephrase that um and she has been in the insiders She's also a part of the Banan Amazons, and I'm mispronouncing that, but these Amazons are, were the ones who left um, Paradise Island, basically, or Themyscira, and they went over and they were around Egypt, uh, where they had their own area and their own, you know, practice and purpose over there as Amazons, and they just tend to be more black or, they were black or more multicultural than the Amazons of Themyscira. So she was raised amongst the Amazons. But anyway, she is also lesbian. And she has a relationship with Thunder, um, who will be is one of the daughters of Black Lightning. So she's just been cast. And I think that is good. The actress is named Chantal Thai. Um, or Thai, I'm saying the name wrong, so y'all please at me. Give it the right <laughs> name. But I think it's really great. 
that they're adding this character in there. And I hope, I hope they really play on her sexuality. I, she's either lesbian or bisexual, but I really hope that they do put that out and open and do it properly. That is really good. I think we need to see more. Now, I heard, is she, is she actually bisexual or uh, lesbian? I want to, that's what I was saying. I think she's either bisexual or lesbian. I have to double check. Um, I'm hearing a little bit more bisexual, though. It seems to also be a safer route in Hollywood to make everybody bisexual. But, right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I can make an argument for both, for either. Mm-hmm. Because they you both know, are needed. Uh, they're both for me. Right. But I also right. sometimes would like to have a, a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good. You know, uh, I'm all for queer representation, mm-hmm. especially queer people of color representation. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I don't want it to be something that is so subtle that you almost miss it. Yeah. But I don't want them to take it all the way to the other spectrum and make it so apparent that it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just have a, just finesse it. Yeah. Just do it right. Not just totally it. And some more news before we get to the absolute shit show. <laughs> uh, so it came down the line that the President Trump, well, y'all's president, uh, would-be transgender ban was blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, a district judge in D.C. on mo- yesterday said that uh, the ban would violate uh, military members' uh, Fifth Amendment rights. So Judge Colleen Kohler Cotelli granted an uh, injunction to keep the policy in effect while the court case moves forward. So while it's a limited... Uh, cause for celebration mm-hmm. we still have some more work to go yeah yeah it's temporary um and hopefully hopefully they'll just drop it because i feel like this was just something that was not really thought through and i think one of the generals at the time was like well there's been no research there's been no nothing and i think that he was going he said i will act once we have you know the research and there is none uh-huh. <laughs> so it may we may not even get to it. Um, the goal is that they may just let this go and hopefully within, you know, the time that he's in office, it just won't be an issue because there will be bigger things he has to deal with because um, yesterday. <laughs> Let's talk about this real quick because... Because yesterday... Because Friday, I was like, they were like, oh, somebody, <laughs> some charges might be uh, brought up against somebody. And yes. I was like, ooh, who? They were like, I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. just tell y'all Monday. Monday <laughs> comes. And bitch, when they said uh, Manafort, come bring your ass here. Yes. And I knew they were going to get him. I was like, I said, they're going to get him because they've been on him already. They were on him. They seized his ass months ago. When they right, went to his they house. Did right on his house? Yep. Went and took all that stuff. And then, because I was like, but then he also was being secret about some stuff too. So I was like, no, they're going to go after him. Anybody going to get first is going to be him. But then they they got this other guy, this Gates guy. And I was like, okay, I wasn't prepared for that one. Like, I haven't heard his name. But when they put... Was that the Papadopoulos? Yeah, well, they put out some George Papadopoulos. They... <laughs> 
see the gag was they had been holding out. Yeah, that, one that was the gag. While. That was the gag. That was the gag. They was like, "Bitch, we are. We had him." It was like it was that type of soap opera reveal, like you know somebody came back from the dead or something like that. Right. They're like, "Bitch, we had him weeks ago." You know, and it's funny because if you look at the news cycle during that during this time within the two weeks or whatever within the month, you know, they were all like trying to speculate who and what. George Stumpalupalapa, whatever his name was, didn't even come up. Nobody even mentioned his name. Then the next thing you know, they brought him up and said, we had this whole, and we've been talking to this whole for weeks. Um, the, the way it's described, it seemed like he was wearing some type of device or wire because he was revealing some stuff. Basically, he, and then he plead guilty. See, that's what, see, that's, this is the key thing is that word right there. Now, uh, Manafort and Gates have plead not guilty, but this hoe said, "No, bitch, I'm guilty." Oh, y'all not gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm 30. I got to live my life. These other two hoes over here are in their uh, 60s and 70s. They about to die, but bitch, I want to live." So he's sitting up here like, because he's just right, 30. Like, mm-hmm. He's barely 30. So it's like, no, I think he's trying to. I think Mueller is like, look, hoe, you got. We'll give you a deal. Because they try to do that for um the other guy. And the guy didn't want to he plead the fifth. Uh, I can't remember his name. Right. right. And I'm like, well, he should have took the thing too. But they got him. They got him good. So what he may reveal, or probably already have revealed, is enough. Because when, when they said he pleaded guilty, that's when I was sitting up there going, okay, everybody in the Trump administration needs to be like, pulling out your resumes. Right, you want to, you might want to get your resume together. Yep, yes, yes. Or you, call your lawyer. Okay, I'm mad. Use that Monica line. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Use that Monica line. Yeah, I was like, y'all get to get your resume together because when he pleaded guilty, I was sitting there like, oh, well, then that means they got what they need to move forward. That means uh-huh. they got too much because he lied. So, therefore, it's about to go down because what I love was they kept saying, no, he didn't really do that much. And I'm like, y'all keep forgetting that we got social media clips, YouTube. He's sitting right there with the main folks, with the main inner circle. So, he's sitting right there with the inner circle. Trump talked about him back in 2016 about who's going to be in his inner group. Mentioned him by name. And then that slouch... For the White House press secretary gonna sit up here, talk about well he wasn't anybody important. I'm like girl, it's too late. And I feel like the, somebody in that press circle <laughs> needs to be like, ma'am, either you gonna tell us the truth or get the hell off the stage because this is not right. You're doing to, at this point. <sighs> They're doing the most. They're doing such the most. And then I was watching a real a clip. Before we get back on these, these topics, I was watching a clip of that uh, that goat, uh, Sarah Huckabee, which is, <laughs> she is like a travesty to that podium. I know. She said, she didn't realize that Kennedy and JFK are the same people. <laughs> like, and then, what? she's only 35. Which I was, mm, I'm only that alone. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do it to people. talk about it, because all those rings around her neck... I was Look. a little stunned with that, but I'm mad because someone made, she looks like, I forgot who they said she looks like. And I was like, that's almost true. Uh, she looks like that woman off Dodgeball. Stop. The Russian. I know who you're talking about. 
See, y'all gonna tell me with a straight face that Sarah don't look like that damn lady. I think it's y'all funny, but I'm glad they they also show some clips when she before she became press secretary when she was just a pundit for Trump. How she got caught lying on um, MSNBC. Um, by the uh, he's no longer there, but there was a the, by the gay he was he was a cute gay um, host, but he called her out on the lie. I'm like. See, they shouldn't have hired you from that moment right there. But they hired you anyway. I think they hired because, think about it, if it was Sean Spicer, that man would have lost it by now. Because he was already losing it on the little stuff. I was hoping he would have a heart attack. Because <laughs> he was losing it on little stuff. So he would have lost it by now. Like April would have got into him and he probably would have fell out and just probably, you know, had a stroke. But uh-huh. she... Which we was hoping for, to be honest. <laughs> But she she did the worst, and I'm sitting there like, you can't speak on it. You're still lying about it. We all know what's going on. Sopalopicus didn't sit up here and told the truth. <laughs> and now it's only a matter of time. And what I love about this is it's kind of like we don't know when it's going to happen. And we just sit up here like we may wake up tomorrow and be like, bitch, we got Jared and we got um, Rance Priebus. Like It's like you never know. It's like something new, like a new reveal every day. And I'm like... Even if he tries to fire him, it's gonna backfire. It's almost too late for him to fire him because they are knee deep in, in the in the game with this. It's almost like okay, because I think it's funny that Manafort was the one who suggested to get Pence. So I why that's why I'm super going. There's something with Pence. They become they should. Oh come. yes. Because like in fact that he pulled Pence out of out of all anybody else they could have because they didn't look at none of the other people who was running against Trump at all. They tro- they chose Pence, and Manafort was behind that. So I feel like there's some more stuff about Manafort. We just don't even know. That man is like the grand poobah of, of secrets, and I'm just ready. I can't wait for they to start just peeling all of this stuff out. I just can't wait. It's something else. It is. It was, I mean, it's just crazy. I just love it. <laughs> but moving on in this Utmace T, mm. so... Let's talk about Jack versus Grinder. <laughs> and what happened there? <laughs> well, so, you know, I was minding my business on Twitter as always. And all of a sudden, Jack is, you know, calling out, is calling out, uh, they did like a little commercial, calling out Grinder about its racism. And then there was a couple of articles done about why they were doing it. And so they're basically pointing out that on Grinder, you can actually, you know, you can say they, they you're, you're allowed to say what you're looking for, and sometimes they'll say stuff like no fats, no fems, no rice, no, no niggas, whatever. They can just say whatever they want on that, and then they get, and then they get featured. So, so you can get featured, I guess. I don't use Grinder because I'm not that type of girl, but um, I use something. I use Growler. But I'm, but I was like, okay, so you can, you're highlighting these people. Yeah, you're showing the ignorance, but at the same time, it's like, there's no consequence for you to do this. So Jack, Jack kind of called him out. Now Jack is known to be more diverse, and really push a diversity. But I think Grinder was like, mm, well, y'all not all that good either. So it's this whole battle of who's more diverse, in 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 the in the whole whole verse. So I'm super going like, okay. You do have grind like grinder, yeah. You do have them on that because they do highlight some of these people, um, and it seems a lot of it is white, and it seems like they are really pushing that. 
Jacked is very good at being more diverse. Um, not not the best, but they are doing a better job, I believe, than Grinder. And I'm not saying that because Jack follows me on Twitter. I'm saying that because if you look at both, how they do the ads, and it's funny because I remember when they first started um, Grinder, and I remember how they was looking for people to sponsor them, and now look at them, wow. But anyway, um, it's just interesting to see, like, you know, if you look at Jacked, it's very diverse in their advertising, how they do things, who's also in the office, because if you look at it, it's a very, I've been to the Grinder office here in Los Angeles. Um, it, there are some people of color, but now they have a little bit more because of the fact they have that more, that Into Magazine, Into More Magazine. Um, uh-huh. whereas more some of the writers are people of color not that many but there's some uh, but it's really it's coming down mostly about who's who's peddling the rest, racism more and it looks like it's grinder and so that's why I am I am I'm itching to see how this pans out I'm interested to see what grinder is going to do to retaliate because Jack does already laid their cards down. They laid down their draw four with this uh, little commercial ad they did. Uh-huh. I don't know. Did you, yeah, get, I, did you see it? I don't... I've seen Grinder. I don't know what the interface of Jack looks like mm-hmm. at all. Um, it's somewhat I've the same. I've heard of uh, Scruff and Growler. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't know how their interfaces work or whatever. Um, but I've heard a lot of guys say, uh, a lot of black guys say that Grinder is just not for them. Mm. I, 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 I second, I second that. It's not, it's really not. It's not. But you know, you and, know how they are. You and know how you can actually are. see, I think there's a Tumblr page of like the, something like the jerks or something of, of of grinder like it shows you like a lot of these horrible and it's and the funny thing about it all like yeah they, they say whatever they want on these things like it's kind of degrading to some degree and this is why i say that i'm not saying sex is degrading i just think the way that some people do it is like okay you you told me what i didn't really want to know about you because you're basically saying i'm five six i'm five seven i got a big dick i am this I'm the best thing you will probably ever get. Like they they're saying like some of the dickish things, but it's Just not because you have a big dick doesn't mean you know how to use it. True. I mean, or they or you see, you get all these torsos. I'm like, okay, I'm not okay. Great, your right. chest get is like great. A headless, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, great, you got a great chest, but what about your skill set? You know how I'm always talking about your skill set saves today. You can be short, fat, skinny. If you have a skill set, bitch. You go far. That is how you go far. It is nothing about how nice your body looks because you can have a great body and the sex can be just trash. And, and I'm just saying that y'all need to quit. Y'all need to think about that. Like if your skill set broke, because a lot of y'all skill set is broke. I'm going to leave it at that. But I'm just saying that they do a lot of those torsos and a lot of this and they say all these racist things like it's a preference and all that. It just doesn't feel welcoming for a person of color. And there's so many YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr pages based on these experiences. And I think Jack is just a little different because people feel more at ease, you know, about the sexuality, but also about being a person of color. 
Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I, it's I yeah, I've looked at. <laughs> well, it's rough out there for us, you know. So, well, you know, <laughs> some of us who are you know booed up, but those of us who are not, you know, it's. It, it, I say it's degrading because you'll go on there and you just see some of these folks and you know some of y'all who may follow me on Twitter or on t- on Instagram I will post some of the names like Dick like some of like um, Hot Dick they'll be their name or like slide it in me now I'm like is that what is that where we All are right. I'm like I just need can you just tell me your name and you know you, I can learn all that about you but just don't I dig maybe you might have chlamydia or something, so I don't know if I want to go there with you. <laughs> well, some people do tell you. They do tell you their statuses and things on there. Sometimes they don't. Um, and, you know, that's things you do have to think about. You know, you have to think about all that before you try to get on your knees. But, um, uh. <laughs> but I'm just saying, at the end of the day, I, I, I side with Jack on this. Grinder, And, you know, Grinder is... They could sit on a high horse because they are the most one of the most popular apps. They're very well known and everybody uses it. Um, but I do think in time, because we are there's so many others. There's Hornet. There's Growler, Scruff, Muff, Tough. There's you know Jacked. There's others that are popping up. There's some for bisexuals. There are you know some. And personally, and I already said this before. I will. I'm almost ready for one to be solely for. People of color, just people of color, because I feel like to avoid a lot of this, it might be best if there was like, you know, like when we had Black Planet, it might be nice if we have a Black Planet for your dick, you know, something like that or something, just something like that. I, I would like that because I feel like it's, it might be a better experience for us. Or a better experience right. for people of color to be somewhere where it's it's just queer people of color, and if you're into dating people of color, that will be a great space for you. So I I mean y'all can hate me for saying that, but I'm at a point where it's like you can because if speaking on this because I can talk about this all day, you can be on these apps and you can be the only black person on that app, and then you may find another black person, but guess what? They're not looking for you. They're looking for somebody white or looking for somebody Asian. And so therefore you're just like, well, damn, well, well, <laughs> you're just like, well, my only, well, well, damn, <laughs> you just, you're right there. So yeah, it, it's a very interesting world. We, we'll have to probably spend some more time on just the apps, but I'm right now, I'm, t- I'm team jacked right now. Girl, why one uh, this past weekend when I was I was at the club, mm-hmm. uh, and you know everybody was doing their Halloween yeah. shit and whatnot. Somebody was in a onesie and had BBC written on their forehead. I now I've never been on there, but that can have its own TV series. From what I've heard, girl, I was Th- like, okay, that Adam for Adam. I never, I will never forget. I was never on Adam for Adam, but when they showed me Adam for Adam, I was like, this is, this is a mess. I will not be in this poppy field of foolishness. No, no, no. But B, you said, and what? Is, uh, is a manhunt still a thing? Mm, 
Well, their website blog just shut down recently, so I don't know. I don't think so anymore. I think it's like I think it's like Hotmail now. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was that was a throwback, but <laughs> uh, let's okay. So let's get into it mm. because this might take a while. Kevin Spacey. So, it was announced that <laughs> Mr. Kevin Spacey was touching people inappropriately way back when. Mm-hmm. So, the guy, uh, let me get his name here real quick. Anthony Rapp. He's one of my first crushes. Yes. <laughs> he was, he's on um, Star Trek Discovery, isn't he? Yes. He came, there was an article that was uh I first saw it in BuzzFeed. He was talking about um, this situation that happened with uh, him and Kevin when they were on a, I believe it was a stage play Mm -hmm. when he was just 14 and Mm -hmm. Kevin Spacey was, I believe, 26. Mm -hmm. And in it, Anthony was given these details about how uh, he had went to this party uh, with his mom's approval, mm-hmm. and after the party broke up, Kevin kind of he took a, he picked him up, threw him on a bed, and then started grinding and rubbing himself on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just so gross reading what Anthony went through, and he managed to get away, and. That was the situation. He didn't get an apology until just now. <laughs> and this apology that Kevin did turned out to be his coming out story. That, oh, I I now choose to live as a gay man. I've had a situation. I've had relationships with men. And my closest people know about this. And yada, yada, yada. And we weren't having this at no, all. No. Because number one, you already have people saying that homosexuality is damn near pedophilia. Yeah. And then to have your your coming out shrouded in this shit that you did to this guy, it was just it's so fucked up on so many levels. Mm-hmm. And now, like, not just him, not just Anthony, and not just Kevin, or well, Kevin's family, or if he has a family, are affected by it. You know, they shut down production of House of Cards, a sixth season, yep. until further notice. Uh, they, I think the uh, Academy rescinded an a, a honor. Yeah. It's just, and they canceled his master class because you know that master class program that you can do online. The Shonda has one, um, uh, like a few other like directors and actors, like you know they have it. They shut his down. You know these chickens are coming home to roost, and I've heard a lot of people say, a lot of actors have said like, "Oh, you don't want to be left in a room." 
with him or people that were working actually on the House of Cards set mm. saying, oh, I don't want to be left in a room with him or, you know, watch the younger guys and all this crap. And he's just not the only one. Remember, <laughs> uh, we reported on uh, this girl from the Goldbergs. I forgot his little his name, but he was talking about Brian Singer and how he had to use uh, these these parties and whatnot, invite oh, all yeah. these underage guys, and that has been going around for a long time. Yeah. Oh no, he was from um, the Real O'Neills. That's when that the Real O'Neills. Okay, yeah. Because if you think about it, and think about this, because as soon as he said it, it wasn't too far later that show was canceled. Yeah, and you didn't hear nothing about no, that. Like you don't hear anything all. about him now. And like it's very interesting because yes, what I did not like about it was how uh what's his name used his coming out story because when he did it it was like now he chooses to do this. I was like, yeah, you're you're not addressing it. You're saying you don't remember, you're saying that you were drunk. But you had all this to say. Like you could have just said I am so sorry that this happened and that was his experience. I was drunk. I don't know what I was doing. Luckily, I've gotten help. You know, something, but he did not need to use this like, when I'm coming out because what that did was it basically became this lightning rod. It was about to, him. Yeah, it was about him, but this lightning rod about, you know, now pedophilia and, because you know, that's what evangelicals are looking for. Just those moments to cross stitch these situations. And it felt like it felt like backwash the way he did it. You know, it was like backwash. Like, I took a big drink of your stuff and here comes everything I had in my mouth after this. He just tainted the whole thing. And it was really, it was like, it still didn't have any responsibility to his his uh, response. It was still like, well, I don't remember it. So, but I but I choose now to be with men. And I'm like, okay, that's not how we do this. And I would have thought somebody of his caliber would have done this better, but apparently not. And it just kind of shows you, this is what we're dealing with. But think about the fact that this was this happened. This man is in his, I want to say, close to his fifties. This happened when he was twenty six. Anthony Rapp is, uh, I think he, I think Anthony and I are the same age. Um, and so, Anthony has experienced. This has been something that he's been dealing with for almost. 30 years and it's just like it makes you really think about what's happening in Hollywood now we've been seeing it a lot with um, Harry Weinstein or Henry whatever his name is Harvey Weinstein but I've always asked the question when are we going to start seeing the, the gay Hollywood stories and we I feel like that is coming you know they're out there I'm, I'm sure it's coming you know you think you do think about Brian Singer because when he was doing, I think when he was doing um, Days of Future Past, that was that big scandal about the person who said he was raped. And even though the stories did not work out, it still didn't negate the fact that these stories about Brian Singer's parties and how he always liked little boys has never been a secret. Look who he hires for movies. Look how, you know, the stuff that was that has been said. I'm in L.A. and it's well known that he's done this stuff before. I've talked to people who've been to those parties. And so it's very fascinating to not only hear that, but we're going to still hear some more. I mean, there was rumors about, you know, we've heard about Jeff Davis, the guy who, who created Teen Wolf. And if you look at Teen Wolf, it makes a lot of sense. You know, you know, he's always surrounding himself with these young little boys and... 
Um, if and if you listen to them or listen to some of them and their experiences, um, it's just a matter of time. We're going to hear more stuff coming out, and it's going to really be a little scary because it does make me want. It's got to get them out. Yeah, like I probably was thinking, if I ever got to work in Hollywood, I would treat young males the same way I treat them now in my education career. Because it's like, you know, I've had people say to me, like, oh, my God, how do you work? Like, when I worked at USC, like, how do you work with all those hot football players? I'm like, these are kids. These are kids. (laughs) I don't look at them. These are kids. I can't do that. They are kids to me. Unless they are 30 and up, I see them as kids. I can't look at them that way. And it's, and but it makes you really wonder... What's really going on? Who are these, you know, who are these? One of the guys from Stranger Things, that one little actor who's 14, had to leave. Um, I think his uh, agent or somebody, because his agent was uh, sending inappropriate emails and texts to him and other boys. It's just really getting scary out there to know that. I don't know. And I hate that they are gay. Or I hate that it gets mixed up with us, you know, because... It makes people, you know, use that whole, well, you know, all gays are pedophilia. Yeah, y'all blah, just blah, blah. nasty. Yeah, and I'm like, no, nah, bitch. Because when, <laughs> when I was, I was like, no, nah, I've never wanted a child. Never. Wanted. Even when I was young, I wanted someone older. I didn't want no child. So I'm like, that's not all of us. And all of them are not gay. So that's not even getting to that. But it scares me to realize that how many... Yeah, and it makes you wonder how many young gay actors could have been something but didn't or not anything because they did not put out or they were chased away because of some of these men in the industry. But let's get into that that apology. He said, oh, I choose to live as a gay man now. Okay, you don't choose your sexuality. You know, I am in the believe that you are born yeah whatever you are me too now you were hiding behind these females that you were dating and whatever so now because you got caught red-handed or somebody told the business and told about yourself now you're like oh how can i spin this and make this somehow a woe is me story i'm like fuck that and you don't get to choose, you don't get to say that, oh, because I'm gay, then that stuff is okay. You know, I, I feel like that his apology was trying to make his sexuality be complacent, complacent with what had happened to Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And I, it is just, Sometimes it's too much because didn't something happen with Andy Dick? Yeah, recently Andy Dick, but that's not really, it hasn't been like a secret about Andy Dick, but this just recently happened with him. I'm like, really, dude, really? After everything, this? So, yeah, recently something happened with Andy Dick where he was also irresponsible, too. Mm-hmm. There, him and Brian Singer are not the only ones. No. At all. And we've heard a little bit about this from Corey Feldman. Now, this is a tricky one because 
you know, Corey Feldman is not known, you know, to be, you know, completely together, but he has brought to light of of the horrible treatment of young boys in Hollywood. And he was in it in the 80s where it was probably running rapid then. He's been a victim of it. He said Corey Haim also was a victim of it. And there's been some dispute against that. And he's not helping the argument because he's like saying that he just recently said he will tell the names if someone funds his $10 million movie or whatever, which I'm like, don't do that because whatever validity you did have, it's slowly slipping because of this. But um, it makes you really wonder what's been going on in Hollywood this long, who's been doing what, um, and Corey Feldman's been through enough. So you, it makes you really wonder, this stuff takes a toll on them. And another person I'm going to bring up, and I don't know as much of his story, but I wonder, um, his name was Stephen Jeffries, and he used to be in a lot of horror movies. He was in Fright Night. He was Evil Ed. He was the friend who got turned into a vampire. He was in 976 Evil. And he was in, you know, a lot of 80s stuff. He played the nerd a lot. Um, Heaven Help Us, he was in that. And then all of a sudden he kind of disappeared. And then he ended up in gay porn. And then, you know, he recently, he got out. And then he started getting back into horror stuff again. But I wonder, did his experience in this in this industry led him down that path. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who knows what's really going on? And this has opened a, a huge door to it. But Kevin Spacey, what you just did, it was just, it was just disgusting. And it, it was. And it also makes me, and that's why I can't shake the thought of what's really happening in Hollywood because I'm like, what you did was somewhat acceptable to where you did this. So you this you must have seen this or got this from somewhere else that was considered okay. And it makes me really wonder about the poor young boys who endured this and who is still suffering from it. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's hard it's hard to get my thoughts completely together cuz without being upset because it's like there's examples of what happens to these actors you know they get into drugs um they get promiscuous you know they get to a point they get into drugs they get they get kind of lost and then they they find themselves you know dead or you know drugged out or what have you or it's because of what happened in the industry like you hear a little bit about it but they don't talk about it that much but it makes you really wonder what went down to lead them down these this path, and that's why I can't help but to think about Corey Feldman because that he is messed up, and a lot of it has to do with how this industry is and what really happened. And now, you know, Anthony Rapp was lucky. Wilson Cruz was lucky. I'm hope I, I hope we don't hear anything about what Wilson Cruz went through, but uh-huh. it just makes you makes you really wonder, you know, what is really happening. How is this affecting us? And how, and how does this affect young gay men who want to be actors or be in this industry? How do they feel? Do they feel pressure to put out or, you know, to be on the arm of some rich sugar daddy-ish agent or manager or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Lou Perman, you know, that man who was responsible for the Backstreet Boys and um, LFO and all that. Lord. 
it's it's like it's a disease and i don't i'm gonna you they're gonna have to burn it down bleach it for, everything. Know, and then start back from scratch because hollywood i feel like you sh- you can't it shouldn't be that hard and it shouldn't be this insidious to make it in that industry and it's not just that industry either you mm-hmm. know we've seen other reports of other industries that have has this this crap that's going through it mm-hmm. so to say that it's just a hollywood thing it would be a bit uh ignorant yeah it's it's just everywhere and it goes back to this whole that men think that in some sort of fashion once they get some power that everyone is indebted to them or they have some sort of power over everyone else yeah and i i don't know i honestly don't know what needs to happen yeah, I don't know either. I, 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 again, give Anthony Rapp credit for coming out, coming out with this story and talking about it. I hope it encourages others to come out and talk about it um, to where we can put more light to it. And I hope that our community, especially when it comes to our media, our press, really start hounding into it. I would love to see more of our gay press or queer press really begin the investigation of these stories because I feel like that it's time for us to have these conversations. Um, it's time for us to kind of reveal all of this because we have a new generation coming up. I don't want to, you know, and as I said before, if I, if I get in this industry, my number one thing is to make sure that whatever group I'm working with, that they feel comfortable to be themselves, but I don't want anybody, you know, taking advantage of that. And I hope that as we get more stories, coming out that there will be more I don't know rules put in place to protect um, these people especially when it comes to our young um, queer men um, that they don't feel like they have to do you know all these things because think about it a lot of them are like you know it's interesting because if you look at this industry now a lot of them are like okay look at me my shirt off look at me some of this stuff is staged you know what i'm saying like it's like oh he just happens to be at the beach with his shirt off today or what have you but then all of a sudden now you're seeing more of these leaks of like oh he's jacking off in this leaked video or and it makes me wonder how much of this how how much of this leaking and and and, and putting out sexy things are drafted and put together by some of these men trying to like, oh, this will help your career, you know, type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? To some degree, like, I feel, right, right. I feel like yeah. that I feel like that because of some of these ways, like you got to get your name out there. So you got to leak a picture of you showing your dick or you got to leak a picture of you being butt naked or something like that. And I'm like, is that perpetuating or playing a role in how these men are perceived, but also how some people within the industry is like, okay, well, he just showed his dick and everything else. So sure. I can tempt him to like spend a weekend with me. Like, I feel like these little things that are being orchestrated within the industry is somewhat, is somewhat, I guess, getting these guys to think they can do other things with these, with these young men in, in, the, in this industry. So 
I'm sorry, y'all, if, if I sound discombobulated. I guess I'm just trying to figure out, like, I think it's so much in this. There's so many layers. I can't even break down what I, what is, what I believe that's happening. I feel like that basically these men will be taken advantage of, but I feel like now the way the system is working, they don't even realize it until it's way too late. Yeah, how we fix that issue, it's going to be way longer than we have time for today. (laughs) Right? Or any, or who knows? I'm just, as we're saying, we're waiting for more indictments. It's almost like, because what, Monday was just, Monday, this whole weekend was just full of just minefields. (laughs) And so I feel like it's just more coming. And who knows what to expect. I just, and you know, some of your faves may be, and y'all get ready, some of your faves may be dragged out here. So be uh-huh. ready for that. And don't go on social media defending them. Just if you, if they, if it is what it is, just let it be. Just let it be. Yes. So anything else before we take a break? Oh, that was a lot. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Right, yeah. Let, let's go ahead, clean up these teacups, and let's come back for the king size issue. All right. Universal FanCon is a brand new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round-the-clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at UniversalFanCon.com because geek is universal. So we're back, and for the king size issue, since we ended up May C on such a downer yeah. and a, a heavy ass topic, we want to, you know, kind of liven up the mood. And uh, since it is Halloween, we're going to talk about some of the hot guys in horror movies. Mm-hmm. So, Victor, I know you have a lot. <laughs> so, I'm going to let you start this one off. Well, so what do you like? I will start off with. Um, it's funny because I we've been we were talking about Anthony Rapp, but one of the first times I was ever introduced to him, um, he was in a movie called Far From Home and it had Drew Barrymore in it, and he was a killer in it. He was a like a little psychopath, um, but I had a crush on him. It was something about him that was enduring, and I kind of felt like he was gay. Um, I even. Cause I was that I was I was that type of girl. I wrote a short story based on his character, and I wrote a story that I was psychic, and I knew him when we were younger, and I was trying to go back and save him, and I was seeing the murders in my mind because we had a connection. I wrote that many years ago, but anyway, it was he was one of the first one of the first I remember having right off the bat, but. But one that really stuck with me all these years, and everybody knows this probably, is David from Lost Boys, The Lost Boys. He was played by uh-huh. Kiefer Sutherland. And I tell you, when I was, what, 13? I think I was 13 when the movie came out. I just saw the movie poster, and it was something about Kiefer that just, just, just pierced me. Like, I was just like, who is that? And it was funny because... He's the villain, and and the, and the other guy, Jason Patrick, was like the hero, and you know most guys like him. You know everybody's like, oh, Jason Patrick, he's so hot. I'm like, no, it was all about David. It was like when I watched the ads and the music and the music videos for the movie, 
it was just always about David. And I remember, oh, this is a sad story. I don't know what I'm telling this. So we went to, we went to go see this movie in a the theater with my friends. <laughs> and every time David was on there, I got excited to a point. <laughs> to a point. Now, this is when I was young, and this is when everything is happening. To a point that I think that I was um, experiencing things down there to where I had to go excuse myself. So I remember just being so turned on by him that I I was um, kind of PCing a little bit. So, um, and I was like, oh my, so I was like, oh my God, this dude. So I've always been in love with David, Kiefer Sutherland. And for some reason, I, I Kiefer, some people are like, he's not cute anymore. I think he's still cute. Maybe because I'm still holding on to David, but he was also a hot bully in Stand By Me. He was so hot as a bully, and maybe that's why. Oh, he was. He right, like he was just something about him, the way he looked, and I used to think like, oh my god, if he was like a bully in my town, and he told me to like, if he told me that I had to be his bitch, I probably would have been his bitch. Like I would have. Okay, come on, some Mister Bottom. I would have been. I would have been. He was such a hot ass bully. Oh my God, he was the best hot bully I've ever experienced in a damn film. So, Kiefer Sutherland, if I ever meet you, I'm gonna tell you all this. <laughs> um, so my first one, actually, it's it's three of them. I'm gonna do all all at once. Mm -hmm. So, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, okay. So Antonio Banderas yes. as Armand. Yes. Brad Pitt as a Louis de Point du Lac, mm -hmm. and Tom Cruise as a stat. Yes. That was an attractive ass cast. Yes. And that's like the only time that I thought Tom Cruise was attractive. Okay. <laughs> like, like the only time that I thought he was attractive. Because, yeah. you know, everybody had the long hair, everybody had their little, uh, what, the short and straight, like they had a hot comb run through their hair. Mm hmm. Uh, but out of those three, I thought Antonio Banderas was the hottest. He was. Woof. He was. And they were all gay as hell any goddamn yeah, way. Yeah, in the books, yes. I thought that... Like, they could have fucked right, right there. Yeah. And I would have been good with it. And Brad had those... He was just pouty and sad. Like, he just wanted to, like, hold him and say it's okay. Like, he was just want to say it's okay being a vampire. But I agree with that you. was his only his last good role to be honest <laughs> no he had other good roles but okay what um a river runs through it oh you mean oh you oh, you, oh, you talk about Tom Cruise <laughs> I thought you said um, yeah oh okay I was thinking of uh, what's his name Louie but yeah I agree with that I, 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 I'll I agree Tom Cruise yeah yeah I'll still, I will still have sex with Tom Cruise. I'm not gonna lie, but because he still looks good, I don't care what people say. He might be a little crazy and believe in dinosaurs in space, but I will still have a one night stand with him. But yeah, but back I mean, on. I might shake some booty before. Yeah, but as you were saying about Armand, I'm like something about it was just he was so. Oh, like he was just like, the way he was about Louis. Though, he was like, I'm protecting you. I went. I was he. Gave up his circus family. He was like, bitch, y'all can kill them. I'm just coming back for right? you. Right? <laughs> he was like, I'm coming back for you, Louie. They can die. I'm sorry. I was like, mm. So y'all fucked. 
Just, just so that yeah. y'all just fucked. And Amon is petty so, too. Because I think that his main goal was to get rid of what's her name, that little girl. That was his main goal. Oh, uh, Kristen Durant's Claudia. Yeah. He, tried to get, that was, he was like, basically, do what y'all got to do, but get this. Get her out. I can't do nothing with her running around here. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's on your list next? Um, Tommy from... Friday Thirteenth, Part Five: The New Beginning. When the, this is the grown-up Tommy, because it's funny we're talking about Corey Feldman. Corey, Corey Feldman played Tommy in Part Four, um, and Part Five, it was a new Tommy, and Tommy was you know he's been mentally disturbed because of issues he had in Part Four. But whoever this actor who played him, this not only was he jacked, I mean he was like built really nice, but he just had this. He was silent, sexy. He's the type of guy that you that you want to like help really bad, but he's dangerous at the same time. So you have to be careful that when you know y'all having sex, that he won't have a moment where he's thinking that you're Jason. Um, but he was just hot to me, and he wasn't like a villain. But I just found him very sexy, and he was really great. And he was just great in that movie, and it's a fun movie to watch. But um, I may post since it's Halloween. I may post Tommy. You've probably seen who we're talking about because me um, and a few other thinkers mentioned Black Girl Nerds. We've talked about like how hot Tommy is. So Tommy is another one. And um, y'all gonna laugh at me for this one, but I thought the evil man, that whatever he was, demon and and legend. I thought he was. I thought it was something sexy about him. The Demon and Legion? No, and um, Legend. Legend. I don't know that movie. Okay, so it this this movie had Tom Cruise in it. And Tom oh, Cruise no was in love with, with um, this girl. She wasn't a princess. But um, she accidentally got one of the unicorns caught. And they took the unicorn's um, horn from them. And gave it to this evil being that looks like... He has like horns... Um, he was played by Tim Curry. And I kind of thought of him as very sexy. I'll post a picture of him. Um, but I can't remember what his name was in the movie. Um, but he was just this sexy demon <laughs> type thing. Um, and I just thought that he was very sexy. I just thought that I was like, whoa, that's a sexy demon that I can be seduced by. I know on my list. And I think it's probably on your list too. It's Ski Ulrich. Oh yeah. When he oh, played uh, the killer from uh, Billy Loomis oh, in Scream. Yes. Child, when I tell you, I was ready to. <laughs> join. The I was ready to go. You ready to when join he the started cult. licking that blood off his uh, his hand, I was like, mm, okay. So what that mouth do, Ski? <laughs> What that mouth do? I was like, oh my gosh. And he is, to this day, still fine. He sure is. He is on Riverdale, which I still refuse to watch. But he's on he's on Riverdale. And I just saw something where he was on, like, I think Hollywood. Like, he was on some show. And I was like, oh my God. You, it has like a little beard or whatever he had. I was like, okay. Right. I'll still, okay, daddy. All right, I'll, I'll still take my pants off for this. So I was just like, oh, who, mm. <laughs> You're right. He's... Mm. 
I can't really explain it. He's kind of that white trash, hot. You know, there's always. I say you didn't have to call him trash. <laughs> well, he's just kind of that guy, like you know, like you, you just, like you don't think about him, but then he starts doing stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, like oh, he's like that type. I can't really explain it, but he he's always been sexy. I thought he was cute in the craft. <laughs> Um, but it was really Scream that gave him this sex appeal. And even, what's his name? His friend, I always thought he was cute. Nobody thinks he's cute. Um, oh, what was his name? I know who you're talking about. I forgot it. The other killer's name. Yeah. Um, I recently, he, he looks good now. I, I think he looks good now. Um, he, he was actually, he did a program on campus for Res Life when I worked at USC. And I was like, he is still cute. I've always thought he was kind of cute. He's kind of cute in an odd way. Um, but he's he was kind of cute, too. I thought he was great. Um, Ryan Phillippe, and I know what you did last summer. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Because he was like an asshole, but he still was cute. He has those pouty lips that I love, love, love. So he's always been cute. And I... It's funny because we were talking about hot bays, like hot, you know, horror bays. And if you saw um, Tales, in, Tales in the Hood, um, in that one episode where it was about the boy who was like killing the monster, that had, um, um, he had to kill the monster. He was, and it had, um, oh, I'm forgetting everybody's name, but the teacher in it was hot. He had like these little, little dreads. He was really hot in it. And I was like, oh my God, he is really hot. And someone called me out and said, well, he's light-skinned. And I was like, what, so? But, <laughs> like, but yeah, he's, he was hot in there. And even, um, somebody put me on to this too, Ralph Julia. Um, he was, he's cute in Adam's Family. Um, but when they, they did the stage play or the Broadway version of Dracula back in the day, Google that picture of him. He he gives you a little bit of that Armand, but this man looks like the type of vampire that will have you betraying your entire family for generations to come. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. Uh, speaking of Dracula, um, Gary Oldman and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Really? I thought he was very um, a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Not like uber hot but yeah. you know he was a refined type guy you know the kind that you take home to mom yeah 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 i can see that i can i can see that and this as we continue on with the vampires um bill bill and eric from true blood there were especially eric eric oh lord that I mean, he's he, he was just beautiful. Al Seed, all basically, every all the guys in True Blood was hot. Was just hot, 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 hot. If you haven't seen True Blood yet, y'all better get your HBO Go and watch those episodes. Very hot, very very hot. I haven't seen it. You got? <laughs> oh my god, you got to see it. It's good. Now that's a uh, uh, what's his name's in it? Uh, Joe. Magniano. Yeah, he was LC. Okay, and I saw that gift. Um, girl, why was I trying to? Uh, it was 
one of him putting on pants with no underwear on, yeah. and I saw a little, uh, little bush. I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Another so. person <laughs> on my list. Um, let's see. Oh. Now, this is a classic. I'm going to say Norman Bates. Okay. Because he, since he was actually gay, the actor, mm-hmm. um, I thought he was attractive, but from a, I didn't want to get close to him, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. was it like, I want, like, I would, but I don't want to be, I think it might be too dark for me. Right, like I don't want to be too close, or I don't want to be left alone mm-hmm. because I don't know what this motherfucker's gonna do. But, <laughs> but you... I might risk it all. Yeah, just to say I I did it. What was his name? Anthony Hopkins was that? Is that his name? Uh, Anthony Perkins. Perkins. I found him more hot in mahogany. But Anthony I... Perkins was in mahogany. Yes. He was the crazy photographer. Sure? Yeah, he was the crazy photographer. And when they had a car wreck, it was him. That's him. Well, shut me up. Well, you know I said I haven't seen Mahogany, so. Wait, you haven't seen I Mahogany? Have I have not seen Mahogany. How are you a black gay man in drag and have not seen the classic drag movie? Basically, that... And I know Rue, I have homework. I know. Yes. Rue <laughs> referenced that movie a lot. That's what I'm saying. That movie has been referenced so much in the drag world. Oh, I cannot believe it. You have to watch Mahogany. It is the classic gay-ass Dinah Ross movie. We, it's, we, we need that. Okay. You, you have to see it. You have to see it. We have to live tweet it. It is. It's, it's, it's everything. Um, in fact, tweets video. One of our tweets videos is based from Mahogany, so it's, it's like, ooh, you gotta see it. But um, let's see any more hot ones. Um, sadly, and I said this, there's not a lot of men of color we can dig up in horror because they, there's a few. Like um, Jesse Williams was in um, Cabin in the Woods, and I always think Jesse's really cute. Um, but you can't you can't trust light skin guys and light eyes. I should know. Um, cause I'm one of them, but you know, you cannot, you can't trust us, but I just always found him really, really just sexy. And, um, something about the cast, um, Ron, Ron from the original Nightmare M Street was hot to me. Um, he, I think he's Cuban. He's like Cuban and something else. He's hot now. Um, and the second, the second Nightmare on M Street, the gay version, and all the guys in there are hot. So, especially the, the main character, because he was obviously gay in the movie. If you have not seen the second uh, Nightmare on M Street, watch it. There's a dance scene where he's dancing off the song Touch Me All Night Long. Not by Kathy Dennis, but somebody before her. Um, it's the same song, but somebody else did it before she did but he's like dancing in his room and grinding and stuff. And I'm like, bitch, you are a little, you are gay. You are so gay. And the actor who played him, he is gay in real life. He said basically it is a gay version. But if y'all have never seen 
that would watch it and you will see what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Who else? Because I know this a lot. A lot more. I'm trying to remember the ones that just kind of that when I watch it, I, I watch it just because I want to see. Kevin Bacon right. in the original Friday 13th, he was sexy there. Kevin Bacon's just sexy anyway. Like, I... Mm. Yeah, well, we did get to see Lil Dick uh, in a wow thing. We showed, yeah, I, I, I was in the theater, and I was like, okay. Okay. Like, but he's always been sexy to me. I didn't... I hated Footloose. I hate Footloose to the ends of, of time. But he was still cute in it. I just hated Footloose. I would never watch it again, but hated Footloose. But he was good in that movie. Um, the If you watch Friday, no, Nightmare on M Street 4, The Dream Master, um, Alice's boyfriend, the jock, he was actually really cute too. And Joey, Joey, who was in part three and four, Joey is, he's not cute anymore, but he was cute back then. I went to the 25th anniversary. <laughs> I went to the, we had a, they celebrated the 25th anniversary of Nightmare on M Street 4. And he just mm, he didn't do it for me, but the black girl looks great. The one who was the black girl who died in the movie. Um she looks great. She looks phenomenal. But the Joey, he, he no. No. Paul Walker and Joyride. Oh, yeah, because they had to walk around naked, even though that other guy had a bigger I, booty. I, well, I was... Uh, I was like, all right, can you, like, turn around and... Yeah. Drop it low, pick it up slow. And Freddie Prince Jr., and I know what you did last summer, He he's still sexy. He's aged really well. He has gray now, but he still looks really good to me. I've yeah. always, I always thought Freddie Prince were really cute. Now, some people will say Mackay Pfeiffer was... I, I've seen Mackay Pfeiffer up front. I don't... I, didn't, I never really found him attractive. Mm. You know who he reminds me of? He almost reminds me of DMX. Mm. Like before the shit started. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because I almost want to give DMX a little bit of credit when he was in that movie with Aaliyah. Because a part of me was like, okay, I can... I could see some appeal, maybe one night, not after, anything after that, maybe twice. But yeah, I just never thought of Mackay Pfeiffer as hot. But the guy in Get Out, and I can't remember his name right now. His name is David, uh, I mean, not David, Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, he he's cute to me. I found him very attractive. <laughs> He's a cute little baby. <laughs> um, I don't have any any others. Do you? Uh, I know you can go on and on. For I this. could, but I I I can't. None of them are popping up to be like, ooh, him. Um, but um, I'll well, I'll say Stephen Jeffries. I had a crush on him because he was just this cute little nerd. He had a cute little perky butt, and then when he get he did porn, I got to see everything else. But um, he was just cute. <laughs> he he was just cute in those movies. So. Yeah, he'll be my last one. He'll be my last one of the horror bays. Um, yeah, I don't have any more. Yeah. But then again, you know, I don't watch horror movies like you do. I love them, and I live by them. I would love to write one. Um, oh, well, and his name is, he, his name is Frankie 
in Saw 2. He was like this big buff Cuban looking guy. Yeah, he, him, but he, not enough to like jump over the hills for, but he was hot. But yeah, I, but I love horror and um, I always try to look for the hot guys in there. You have to have something that kind of takes the edge off. Well, that is true. So, um, I think that brings it into the show. Yeah, it does. And like always, you guys, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor's at Wonderman5. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at MegachinePod. Um, let's see. We're going to work be working on some things as far as a website uh, and all that jazz um anything else we got coming up well you know as we are getting close to the end of the year i can't believe it y'all have to keep in mind that within a few months universal fan con is going to be around the corner and it's going to be here quick quick fast and in a hurry so you need to go ahead and get your tickets uh hotel rooms are available to buy um also if you um because this is very important if you there's an act called the real id act and if you live in these specific states that you might have to have your passport to fly domestic if there these uh group of states don't get their shit together uh <laughs> kentucky is one of them so i, I know kentucky I filed for an extension to get their shit uh, together and whatnot. But if you don't have your passport uh, and you live in these states, I think you can go. You can type in Real ID Act, and they can show you a list of states that are uh, their actual IDs don't aren't up to code or whatever. But if you don't have your passport, I would highly suggest you get that in process because it does take like four to six weeks to get it. Um, that's if you don't expedite it. So um, hopefully it won't come down to that. But just in case, get that shit together. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, um, and just um, just want to send a, you know, our, our hearts go out to um, the victims today and the, and the shooting and the attack in New York. Um, I think eight people were killed today. Um, so, you know, our hearts go out to those families and people. There's more information coming out. So please wait to get all information before you go on social media and claim this was a, uh, ISIS attack. But, um, yeah, that just happened not so long ago. So we just want to wish, you know, the families of the people that who were lost, um, well wishes and what have you. Yes, that was, that was very horrible. Um, and you can also email us at megachines6 at gmail.com for questions, comments. Listen to the podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Leave us a, a rating, a comment, subscribe. Anything else before we get up out of here? No, that's it. That is it. Well, take care, guys, and we will see you all next time. That's right. Take care. Have a happy Halloween and we will see you soon. Yeah, happy Halloween. Get all that candy.